Chapter 32 of The Well at the World's End, Book 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Amelia Chesley. The Well at the World's End, Book 4 by William Morris. Yet a few words concerning Ralph of Upmeads. Certain it is that Ralph failed not of his promise to the good prior of St. Austin's at Woolstead, but went to see him speedily and told him all the tale of his wanderings, as closely as he might, and hid not from him, which as ye may wot was more than one day's work or two or three. And ever when Ralph thus spoke was a brother of the house sitting with the prior, which brother was a learned and wise man, and very speedy and deft with his pen. Wherefore it has been deemed not unlike that from this monk's writing has come the more part of the tale above told, and if it be so, it is well. Furthermore, it is told of Ralph of Upmeads that he ruled over his lands in right and might, and suffered no oppression within them, and delivered other lands and good towns when they fell under tyrants and oppressors, and for as kind a man as he was in the hall and at hearth, in the fields he was a warrior so wise and dreadful, that oft forsooth the very sound of his name and rumour of his coming stayed the march of hosts and the ravage of fair lands and no lord was ever more beloved till his death day he held the castle of the scour and cleansed the wood perilous of all strong thieves and reavers so that no high street of a good town was safer than its glades and its byways the new folk of the burg of the four friths made him their lord and captain and the champions of the dry tree obeyed him in all honour so long as any of them lasted. He rode to Highham, and offered himself as captain to the abbot thereof, and drave out the tyrants and oppressors thence, and gave back peace to the frank of Highham. Ever was he true captain and brother to the shepherd folk, and in many battles they followed him, and were there any scarcity or ill hap amongst them, he helped them to the uttermost of his power. The wood debatable also he cleared of foul robbers and reavers, and rooted out the last of the burg-devils, and delivered three good towns beyond the wood from the cruelty of the oppressor. Once in every year he and Ursula his wife visited the land of abundance, and he went into the castle there as into a holy place, and worshipped the memory of the lady whom he had loved so dearly. With all the friends of his quest he was kind and well-beloved. In about two years from the day when he rode home came to him the Lord Bull of Utterbull, with a chosen band, of whom were both Otter and Redhead. That very day they came, he was about putting his foot in the stirrup to ride against foemen. So Bull and his men would not go into the high house to eat, but drank a cup where they stood, and turned and rode with him straightway, and did him right manly service in battle, and went back with him afterwards to Upmeads, and abode with him there in feasting and joyance for two months wearing. And thrice in the years that followed, when his lands at home seemed safest and most at peace, Ralph took a chosen band and Ursula with them, and Clement withal, and journeyed through the wastes and the mountains to Utterbol, and passed joyous days with his old thrall of war, Bullnosy, now become a very mighty man, and the warder of the peace of the uttermost lands. Clement and Catherine came off to the high house, and Catherine exceedingly often, and she loved and cherished Ursula, and lived long in health of body and peace of mind. All the days that Ralph of Upmeads lived, he was the goodliest of men, and no man to look on him had known it when he grew old. 
and when he changed his life, an exceeding ancient man, he was to all men's eyes in the very blossom of his age. As to Ursula, his wife, she was ever as valiant and true as when they met in the dark night amidst the Eastland wood. Eight goodly children she bore him, and saw four generations of her kindred wax up. But even as it was with Ralph, never was she less goodly of body, nay, rather but fairer than when she first came up to Upmeads. And the day whereon any man saw her was a day of joyful feast to him, a day to be remembered for ever. On one day they two died, and were laid together in one tomb of the choir of St. Lawrence of Upmeads. And here ends the tale of the well at the world's end. End of chapter 32 End of The Well at the World's End, Book 4, The Road Home, by William Morris